Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime, presented by Legal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. Every single day, Jake and RK here. Were you going to say something? New Illegal Pete's order for me just dropped. Oh, really? Yep. Obviously still love the reverse nachos. Yesterday, for the first time, I went steak queso burrito. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I'm already craving it again. I want to tell a story now already. All right. All right. Let's go. I went to... Listen knows this story. On Saturday, before the Nuggets game. Yep. Chilling at home. Mm, great game. Um, it was a great game. We'll get to that. Very Where are the Lakers shortly. fans at? <laughs> but uh, I went to one of the other burrito places. Mm, I put my order in, and uh, I just asked for extra rice, extra beans. Get my order. No rice, no beans. What? Yes. Wow, that's disgusting. I had some meat, some salsa, and some cheese. That's what you get for not going to Legal Pizza. To be honest, I guess so. You're right. Um, <laughs> Seriously though, steak and queso. Wow, what a combo! It's pretty good, man. Legal piece just doesn't miss. Uh, Jamal Murray also doesn't miss. Ah, uh, he does not. <laughs> he does not. God, what what a what a game that was. Laker fans, where you at? They've yeah. been really quiet since before so, the series. It's so quiet. It's so quiet. I haven't seen them at all. It's so weird. All right, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Linda then. Clark, what up? Um. <laughs> Two big commitments over the weekend, but not to Colorado. Mm, interesting. Uh, one former buff, Montana Limonius Craig, had offers from Auburn, Penn State, seemingly all over the country. He's going to stay in the pack and play for the Arizona Wildcats. All right. Where <laughs> do I start on this? First of all, I think that transferring in conference is super weak. I think it's super weak. And several guys have done it. Yeah. Uh, and my boy, uh, Tyler Ziskin, has probably like the most uh, hottest take about this, which was he said, like, I legitimately think one of the reasons that team was 1-11 is because players on the team didn't hate the other teams in the conference to the point where they're just like they were wanting to go play for them. Um, I'm not quite there. But I think that transferring in conference is weak. Um, secondly, Montana Lamonius Craig was the premier transfer out of Colorado, right? He was yeah, he's, ranked like what the second overall player in the transfer class. I think he was ranked ahead of Jordan Tyson. Still. Yeah, he was. He went to Arizona. That was the peak. 
the best player that transferred out went to Arizona, that's a downgrade. Mm -hmm. So for everyone who was up in arms about all of these people transferring out, you had Jake Wiley who went to UCLA. I think it's fair to say, um, you know, that is a close. It's either up or lateral. Right. Uh, and based on recent success, it's definitely up. Mm-hmm. You had Nico Reed go to Oregon. Again, based on recent success, that is up. And that one, you can definitely say, like, Oregon's going to be good. Yeah. They bring back Bo Nix. Other than that, in my eyes, zero players went up. Yep. Uh, we also had Jordan Tyson to ASU, Naeem Rodman to Washington State, um, and then Cole Becker to Utah. SEC has a rule where I don't know exactly how it works, but after a certain point, you can't transfer within the conference. For a long time, it was if you transferred within the conference, you had to sit out longer. Mm-hmm. But now you just got all these guys going in conference. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure Travis Hunter is relishing the opportunity to get up and jam Montana Lamoni's Craig off the line uh, when they play. That's uh, one thing that's for sure is when Montana, Mon- when Montana lines up against the Buffs in, can't remember, I think it's early November, late October, whatever it is, he not only has to go against Travis and Cormani, but now you bring in O'Marion Cooper, Jaquez Robinson. This is a completely rebuilt secondary and how that he hasn't lined up against. Trevor Woods, yep. Headache Gang CEO, yep. you know, Vito, Vito. Tisdale. Yep. Like, this is a... Uh, it's an interesting move to go in conference, in my opinion. And um, he went down. So the best available transfer went down. Yep. That says a lot to me. It says a lot about the people who transferred out. And you'll never hear it from the people who were up in arms and, you know, saying, oh, is Coach Prime in over his head and all that bullshit? Uh, but the best one, according to the services, downgraded. And Montana was just visiting Mel Tucker at Michigan State either on Friday or Saturday. Saw that. He just posted those pictures not too long before he committed. So, uh, from Boulder to Tucson. Yeah. Pretty rough. Uh, The other commitment, a guy that we've talked about a lot on this show, Shane Hooks, ultimately decides he's staying in the SEC or is going to be playing in the SEC, I should say. Uh, Decommitted from Ole Miss. Now he's going to be an Auburn Tiger. All right. That's awesome for him, man. I'm stoked for him that he gets to play in the SEC. Um, He made the jump up. I guess it is possible to do so if uh, you have the offers. Yep. Looking at the transfer portal, top available wide receivers, uh, Zachary Franklin's still there. Um, Xavier Henderson, I believe, uh, former Gator, is near lock to go to Cincinnati, it seems. Milton Wright out of Purdue. Alante Brown out of Nebraska. And then Grant Page is the sixth-ranked transfer portal wide receiver at this point. Interesting. Yeah. Shout out Fairview High School. <laughs> um, but we did just get uh, – oh, man, I'm blanking his name. Northwestern State kid. Do we remember? Oh, why are you doing this to me? I'm There's sorry. too many transfers. Too many transfers to keep track of. I'll find it. But uh, we did just get our big wide receiver last week in – What's the kid's name, man? 
<laughs> I don't this one's on you, bro. You're the you're the guy who keeps track of all the names. I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, it does start. It was starting to feel like it last week uh, when Javon Antonio committed to Colorado. <laughs> I'm gonna get crushed in the. Comments I know they're gonna one. destroy us here. But uh, how good do we feel about this receiving core? Would you say it's complete in a way? I think it, yes. I think it is complete. And yet, I'm I'm still gonna be greedy. I'm still gonna be greedy and say they can add Zakari Franklin. Zakari Franklin. <laughs> um, so, I think what it lacks a little bit outside, uh, well, it could just use a star possession receiver. You have Jimmy Horn, who I think is capable of being a all level wide receiver, but he is certainly a speed threat. That mm -hmm. is his best move um travis hunter is that he's a guy who you could throw the ball to on every down if you really wanted to but we don't think he's going to play every down right so that creates an, an awkward kind of hole there if you were to get zakari franklin it's just like that's almost like an nfl level constructed wide receiver right it'd be massive if they land him we still haven't seen any news on him uh, since what was that Wednesday when we read the some, from some of those articles, um, I, there is always the possibility he just withdraws from the portal and goes back to UTSA. They're making the jump to the AAC this year, and they return their quarterback. They were a very good team last year, uh, so we'll see. But he has had some notable suitors other than Colorado too. Maybe he's just taking his time. But uh, I'm kind of with you. I feel like this receiving core could absolutely use the Kari Franklin. But I feel pretty good about where we're at right now. Yeah, I do too. I, I think the group worked out great. It was the same thing we were talking about when there was like, you know, the little rumor or whatever you want to call it that Montana could come back. It was like, right. would we take him? Yeah. Yep. You know, especially g given the uh, chemistry that he built with Shador. But at the time, we said the same thing. It was like, if you don't have him, you're not like feeling like there's a big hole there. Right. Should we give a shout out to our, the, 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 our friends who sent us a package? Let's do it, man. So we got some uh, some gifts today. Do you want to read the note? Yes. From our friends over at 10th and Uni, DNVR Buffs. Uh, we hope you dig these hats. Thanks for your great coverage of the Buffaloes. So they sent these over. Um, we're in you know good company of people who have gotten sent... Uh, some swag from 10th and uni because we've seen yep. Bucky we've seen coach prime wearing these hats yep. um, and my favorite part is on the inside of the hat 10th and uni designed by buffs for buffs love it man absolutely love it so thank you to 10th and uni for the hookup I'll have this bad boy on on the golf course soon yep massive shout out to 10th and uni you're gonna see this on uh this very show here, very soon. Alyssa got a shirt, too. Yep. Even Alyssa got the hookup. We got this white hat right here, too. Yep. Love it. Um, this came... When was this? Friday? Friday news dump when we were at lunch? Yeah. Um, USC's athletic director, former Cincinnati and Colorado athletic director, Mike Bone, has resigned. Um, he, was, he resigned after... He was asked, he and USC were asked about internal criticism of the management of the athletic department. And then it came out, this is from the LA Times article, USC athletic director Mike Bone resigns after criticisms over management. Bone made inappropriate comments about the physical appearance of female colleagues, including the way they're dressed, hair, weight. Um, 
This has apparently been an issue who sources close to the situation have said has been addressed before. Um, it continued. And now USC loses their athletic director after leaving the Pac-12 on the way to a brand new conference where they're taking a step up in competition. You may lose your best player just due to the NFL in Caleb Williams this year. You just got Bronny James on campus, and now you don't have anyone running the ship. Yeah, um, it's going to be a big hire for them. You know, I was never a big fan of Mike Bone when he was the athletic director at Colorado, uh, but he did a great job there. You, you really can't say that he didn't in terms of what he accomplished, getting Lincoln Riley, getting them to the Big Ten, um, all of that stuff. So they have now a huge hole and are really going to be tasked with making it the right hire here. Yeah, it's um, so the NACDA, the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletics, just named in March 2022 Mike Bone one of the top administrators in the nation. <coughs> and now they're back to another scandal. Square one, yeah. Another new AD. Sean says four ADs in 12 years. Um, I mean... Some of the ones before Mike Bone really messed things up. Mm -hmm. um, there was the whole admissions scandal. Yeah. I mean, the Sark saga, yep. all that stuff. Um, it's been a mess over there while they've, you know, continued to be USC. And well, know. even then, they haven't really been USC until last year. Until and Caleb even got then, here. they choked. Yep. Uh, so we'll see. But uh not a good omen for a team with national championship and pac 12 championship aspirations yep and honestly the whole mike bone thing is a huge issue throughout all throughout all of sports for sure yeah it's just really sad to see stuff like this yep um so we'll wait and see how that story unfolds uh someone just tagged me with this in this on twitter i guess pat narduzzi speaking about coach prime pitts head coach Okay. Taking shots. Oh, my God. He said, uh, on the roster overhaul, we'll see how it works out. But that, to me, looks bad on college football coaches across the country. What? <laughs> Doesn't like uh, Coach Prime kicking off the players, the 1-11 team. All right. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Deal with it. This will be fun to read uh, once we're done here. Uh, shout out to Shady Rays. I'm not sure what's going on with this smoke, but it really sucks. We somehow got smoked out by a wildfire in Canada. Yeah, and it's been like this for, I don't know, four or five days now? Yeah, I mean, Longer? It's, it's not that bad anymore. It was it real was really bad, bad the first really. two days. Yeah. Um, well, technically the sun is out, and you can uh, look ready for the sun, I guess, when the smoke goes away in style with your shady rays. Uh, clear polarized optics, durable frames... Every single pair backed by lost and break, broken replacements. <coughs> you can also shop their entire collection at their brand new location at the Park Meadows Mall. Uh, or just go to ShadyRays.com. When you're there, use the code DMVR. And you can get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then Shador's number two barbecue. Uh, the best barbecue sauce around goes great on absolutely anything. I heard that you could put it on the bottom of a boot, and uh, it would actually make that taste good. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your own bottle of Shador's number two at plbse.com for a limited time. Make sure you use the code, code all city, all caps, all one word at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two barbecue sauce. On, I believe this is Friday, uh, someone mentioned him. But I now have Dan Patrick's comments. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Not Dan. I know. Well, he uh, was talking about the buffs, obviously, and about all the players that have left his quote. They were terrible last year. They're not going to be good this year. Nobody wants to be a, <coughs> excuse me. Nobody wants to be a buzzkill going, yeah, they're probably going to win two games. I've made these mistakes before. You get caught up in the hype. What if Dion goes 0 and 5 and he might, but does that mean that he won't be successful? Not as bad as I thought. Um, definitely doubting them this year, but I thought it was going to be a whole like thing about why they're going to suck. It could have been worse. Yeah, definitely. Um, here's the thing, and we're learning this with the Nuggets in real time. No one is paying attention to what goes on here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And what's crazy is they will now, 100%. Everything that happens at Colorado is going to be paid attention to closely. If the Denver Nuggets finish off this series with the Lakers and they win the championship, they will get their respect. But no one watched Colorado last year. No one. And... Damn it, I can't blame them. There's no reason to watch Colorado. At least with the Nuggets, it's like, why weren't you watching? Right. They're the one seed all year. Mm -hmm. There was no reason to watch Colorado last year. So when people just see the 1-11 record, they're like, oh, yeah, they were bad. They don't know how bad. First of all, they had no business being 1-11. They should have been 0-12. Really? For sure. They definitely should have been 0-12. Credit to Mike Sanford for a good game plan, getting those guys fired up. Um, you know, and credit to the incompetent coaching staff at Cal for allowing <laughs> it to happen. But I think if they were 0 12, people might understand a little bit more or might be willing to look into it. But they're like, oh, they won a game in the Pac 12. They weren't that bad. Right. No, they were. They were terrible. They were awful. They had a couple good players, some of the worst quarterback play you could ever see, terrible offensive, you know, ability. Could not score the football. And the players that they've brought in are a lot better. Much Starting better. at the quarterback position, throw out everything else. The quarterback is going to win them multiple games, several games, I'll even say. Yeah. And so when people say, oh, they're going to win two games this year, and like no one wants to say that because it's, it's, you know, killing the hype, just look at the quarterback, man. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to do the hard work. Look at JT Shrout and then look at Shador Sanders and tell me that that guy's not worth several wins. Yep. Every single quarterback that transferred out went to G5. Of course they did. And they're not going to play there either, except for Owen McCown. Right. Um, it's just Colorado's just so primed, really, to surprise a lot of people, even though we're not, we wouldn't be surprised because no. we've, of course, we're really close to the situation, but. You said it off the top. They just don't pay attention. And maybe Colorado has to earn that attention in a sense. But also, this is like the story of the college football offseason is how this superstar has made the jump from the SWAC to the Pac-12, and now he's completely doing something unprecedented with his roster building. Yeah, we won't have to ask for any attention for sure. at Colorado. This is totally unprecedented. Um, you know, it, it's it's... 
in the same way as if LeBron was playing for the Nuggets. Right. They'd be paying attention. Yep. Um, so everyone's going to pay attention now. They don't have to earn that. They do. They are going to have to earn the respect. And whatever happens with Colorado will be magnified times 10. So if they lose, it's going to be magnified times 10. And everyone's mm -hmm. going to, you know, uh, dunk on them and, and say, oh, was Coach Prime wrong to do this, that, the other thing? And when they win, everyone's going to say, wow, look how incredible what Coach Prime did. And Shador Sanders should be the Heisman favorite and all this stuff. So <laughs> it's going to be one hell of a ride. Um, but the respect will come because the hype is already there. And everyone, and the truth is, a lot of this stuff all comes down to ratings. Yep. Why do they talk about the Lakers? Because the Lakers have a lot of fans. Yeah. Why will they talk about the Buffs? Because the Buffs are going to have a lot of fans. So if they're good, they're going to want to actually hype it up more because people are going to come to watch it. And the same thing is true is if they don't live up to those expectations. Um, but damn, I hate seeing all these people who have no idea what they're talking about kind of be forced to have a take on Colorado because it's so big mm -hmm. and just spew out BS. Right. Some great comments going on right now. Key says week one is a statement game. I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's when the nation is going to find out exactly what this team is capable of um, in we'll some there. respects. And we'll be there. And then I think Hopefully it was... with a bunch of you guys. Yes, of course. And then Vel, I think, said um, it's just ignorance. It's not hate. Or someone else said it. It was Robert. Most people aren't haters. They're just ignorant. They aren't keeping track of what's going on at Colorado right now. Yeah, but if you don't know what's going on in your first instinct is to shit on it you're a hater yeah well and then <laughs> vel's comment was they're not colorado haters they're coach prime haters they're, which is very true there are plenty of those for sure um all right uh i told you guys about kari man's visiting he actually visited earlier in the week so when alta mccaskill was here that's when uh kari man's was on campus cool um adam monster tiger kind of reported on he's down to two schools colorado being one of them this was, I think, before the weekend. Still haven't heard anything, though. But this is a 6'3", 230-pound defensive lineman who plays for Maine, the Black Bears. If I give you 10 guesses, would you have guessed the Black Bears being Maine's mascot? Really? You know that? One guess. You know Maine, huh? I can get most schools. Wow. One guess. <laughs> what about Northwestern State? <laughs> That's their mascot. Mm, I feel like we talked about this, so I should get it. It's a pretty cool one. It's cool, huh? It is cool. That makes it harder for me because I was just going to go with one of the standard <laughs> ones. No. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. They're the demons. Oh, that is sick. I was talking about, like, Division One schools. <laughs> Maine isn't Division One. Are they? I, I don't think FCS. so. Well, okay, in that regard, yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he played in 11 games. Uh, I only have fall 21 stats. Oh, wait, no, I do have the 2022 stats. So played in, looks like every single game last year, 43 total tackles. He had four tackles for a loss. Um, I... Why did they do this? I can't see how many sacks he had. Four sacks, actually. <laughs> Six and a half tackles for a loss. There you go. One forced fumble. So, so uh, productive. Young and productive. Yep. And looking to, to make the jump to the P5. So we'll see. Stay tuned on him. Uh, but two schools. 
Colorado's in there. Uh, next, I don't know if you saw over the weekend, but Savion Washington and Isaiah Jada getting that work in with Matt Machesny. Hell yeah. Um, you know, Matt Machesny is, a, I guess, sometimes a polarizing figure in mm-hmm. Buff Nation, um, but his track record as a um, coach of these, of these kids and also these men because he also coaches NFL players such as Ryan Jensen, Connor McGovern, Billy Turner. I mean, guys that are making bank mm-hmm. in the league have been coached by Matt McChesney. Uh, and if there's one thing that he's going to do, he's going to make sure that you're not soft. So uh, love to see those guys out there working. Love to see them taking advantage, uh, or I should say, that's the word I'm looking for, making use of their time. You know, mm-hmm. you can't practice right now. You can obviously get in there and get your workouts in, uh, but going and working with Matt McChesney is a great move from these players, uh, and he will toughen them up. He will make them better, uh, and so I love to see it. Yeah, I love it. I mean, uh, when he was here on the show with you, he talked about Coach OB and how they already have that relationship, so you just love to see that two players who could be the starting right side of your offensive line working together, but working with Matt McChesney, who, as you said, is very proven. Yeah, absolutely. Totally proven in that regard. And uh, and that excites me. I, I just love seeing those guys down there and uh, honestly hope that, you know, Coach OB told him, hey, if you're going to be around, you should go work with him. I'm sure there was some, yeah, something like that. There was one visitor over the weekend, Demetrius Freeney. He is a JUCO player at the College of San Mateo in San Leandro, California. Class of 2024, so he was only a freshman last year. Okay, He's not even eligible to be a JUCO transfer until after this next season. Played in seven games, had 10 tackles. He did have two interceptions and one forced fumble. Um, Wish I could tell you what he's listed at. (laughs) 61185, it looks like 247 says. I don't have the college. They didn't list what their player's at. Wow. Um, But another guy, they've really been working JUCO. It's another cornerback. I'm assuming another longer guy at 6'1", 185, uh, and already has some ball production. He's been collecting some offers, though, already. Houston, Louisville, Oklahoma, um, a few other G5 schools. Indiana's in there. And Colorado. But uh, he was visiting over the weekend. It seems like things have kind of slowed down a bit in terms of recruiting and stuff. Well, and I was just going to say that. I'm glad you brought it up. Um if it feels like things are slowing down, it's because it is. And it is because they're running out of scholarships. Yep. You know, the, the, people thought that Colorado was going to field 56 scholarship players this year. Well, they're already up in the mid seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now they have to be a little more selective with how they're using these. We know coach prime wants to save a couple for this, these camps that he's holding. Um, and, and so, yeah, it is slowing down because they're running out of spots. So we're at 77 now. You have eight, factor in Shiloh. Um, I mean, maybe Zakari Franklin. You assume maybe you get one or two guys from this camp next week, and you're already in the 80s. And people said we were going to be playing with 60 scholarship players. <laughs> I just don't. What made them, what possessed them to think that Coach Prime wasn't going to be able to fill the roster? Hate. Yep. Amen. Ignorance, doubt, pick a word. Um. All right. So that camp is a week from tomorrow. And then they have a few other high school camps after that. (coughs) Quick recruiting update here. 
We got some uh, some blue chips who included CU in their finalists. We start off with our guy Brandon Jacob. Put CU in a top twelve. A and M, Penn State, Miami, Michigan, Kentucky, Duke, South Carolina, Bama, Ohio State, Maryland, UCF, and CU. He is a top one hundred and fifty player according to the two four seven Sports Composite. One hundred forty second overall, twelfth overall safety. 6'2", 170 out of Orlando, Florida. Um, he's earned at least 38 offers. He's one of, as I already said, blue chip prospects in this, uh, recruits in this class. Let's go. And then um, Danny Okoye. Uh, we've talked about him quite a bit. Yeah. He's out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, out of Noah Homeschool is what it says. Interesting. Um, but a top 150 recruit in this class, 148th overall, 12th overall edge, already 6'4", 241, uh, at least 29 offers. Anyways, he included CU in a top 10 with LSU, Georgia, Texas, Bama, Nebraska, A&M, Oregon, Tennessee, and OU. How about those lists, huh? Yep. Everything impressive except for Nebraska. <laughs> for sure. Um, so keep an eye on those guys. Uh, I think Jacob visited not too long ago, if not for the spring game. And I think Okoye yeah. visited before that for, I believe, junior day. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, and then just some quick offers. Colorado offered 2025 four-star quarterback Bear Bachmeyer. Wow. Oh, related to Hank? Younger brother of Hank. Wow. Uh, Hank now at Louisiana Tech. Uh, kind of flamed out after that, really, that first game of his career against, I believe, Florida State in Florida State in Tallahassee. Um, I was think they, Boise was at Florida State? Yeah, they, they, I think they beat them in that game. Wow. And he was starting as a true freshman. Yeah. And after that kind of just fizzled out, they've got Taylor Green now, who is kind of a dog. Okay. We had uh, Boise State's defensive coordinator on the Buff Show today. I, it was a great interview, Or on the too. Bronco Show, I should say. Yeah, fantastic yeah. interview. He was great. Um, so they went really hard on quarterbacks recently. Someone was out in Cal- uh, California putting in the work. How, did, how does one guy get named Hank, like a pretty standard old-school name, <laughs> and the next one they go with Bear? Bear? I don't know. <laughs> Hank and Bear. That sounds like a TV show it that does. my parents would have told me about when it's they like were growing Calvin up. Calvin Hobbes. Yeah. <laughs> Love Calvin Hobbes, by the way. Um, TJ Latif, 2025 four-star <laughs> quarterback, has been re-offered. He was offered by the former staff, I believe, in January of 22 and was one of, I think, his first three offers. Okay. Um, and now they're back in. Also out of California... I believe the same uh, city as, um, or not the same city. This is Orange, California, where Latif is from. So multiple California quarterbacks, which you love to see, because that's obviously a quarterback hotbed. Yep, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I believe that's all I got today. Let's crank these likes up. Smash the like button. Super light today. Get those questions in. And also subscribe to the podcast. Um, We appreciate you guys watching along and chatting along with us on youtube but subscribe to the podcast if you're ever not able to be here you can just pull up your phone on apple Podcasts or spotify and we're right there we'd appreciate your five-star review too. spotify listeners man they are going hard we love the spotify listener apple Podcasts, come on now let's turn those reviews up 
All right. Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Saturday was a legendary night here. And uh, tonight, it's a Monday, so I don't know. Maybe the energy won't be as high, but it's going to be <coughs> damn close, especially if the Nuggets get it done. Yeah, definitely. Saturday was an all-timer at the bar. If you guys haven't seen some of the videos that came out of that, it was crazy in here. Like, I usually like to sit on the... Um, on like the aisle of the table because during big plays i'll like jump out of my seat yeah and i couldn't even do that because there was no aisles there was just there people. was no space yeah <laughs> um so i had to just like stand up on my chair but it was unreal here and you left before we took the show on the road yeah i was smart gonna, move i wasn't gonna be able to smart hang. move <laughs> i saw the videos and i was like yeah, I'm glad i'm in bed right now <laughs> yeah yeah you made the right decision um, but Breck Brew has a beer for every occasion. Celebrate tonight, hopefully a win, with the Mile High City Golden Ale. Uh, you can get some of our favorites, the Strawberry Sky, Mountain Beach Sour, Avalanche Amber Ale right in front of me. Go to www.breckbrew.com, and you can use their beer locator to see where Breckenridge Brewery is near you. And then Fubo TV. Watch the Nuggets on ESPN tonight as they complete the sweep. Just make sure your mute LA button Lakers. works. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then pull up the DMVR watch uh, Nuggets watch along at the yeah. same time. Fubo's got over 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. Um, no contract, no cable, no hassle, and you get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Go to www.fubotv.com/dmvr, and you can sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro, and enjoy this sweet, sweet Nuggets dub. Let's get it. What do you guys want to talk about today? Oh, don't even start, Chris. Kies, <laughs> <laughs> who's Arizona's quarterback? <laughs> so are you going to fill me in on what's going on with Jaden Delora? Okay, I'll pull this up. Um, he so was, Their quarterback is Jaden Delora, or yes. was Jaden Delora? I think is. Okay. Um, okay, I, want, I just want to get this right, because this is a... So this is the headline from Tucson.com. This is originally published May 5th, updated on the 11th. The headline now, Arizona quarterback Jaden Delora settles sexual assault case from high school. Wow. Um, just the first few paragraphs here. Arizona Wildcats quarterback Jaden Delora agreed to settle a civil lawsuit after pleading guilty in juvenile court in a 2018 sexual assault in Hawaii, court records say. Uh, Wisconsin safety Kamoi Latu also settled the case stemming from when he and Delora were star football players at St. Louis High School in Honolulu. Um, complaint filed on December 2nd, 2021, accusing them. And is there anything that's come out about discipline from the school? I haven't seen anything. Okay. Um I saw some of the Arizona State guys on Twitter talking, or Arizona guys on Twitter talking about it, but I don't really know. And there's obviously a lot of moving pieces with this. Yeah, that's uh, guilty. I, I guess he settled. So yeah, I, I again, yeah, yeah. These things are always just like tough subjects to discuss from our perspective because there's. We don't know the case that well, right. but man, there definitely should be discipline. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned there. 
but he is their quarterback. Um, they've got a stud freshman wide receiver last year, Tedero McMillan, okay. who's coming back. We got Michael Wiley in the backfield coming back. They should be a decent offense. Yep. No reason CU shouldn't be better than them this year, though. I mean, they're better. Yeah, yeah, they are. Every position. I agree completely. Um, and, you know, one thing that I really respect about Coach Prime is he says he has a zero-tolerance policy for this type of stuff. Um, and in the one situation that we know of so far, he followed through on that mm -hmm. and dismissed a player from the team for yep. um, transgressions in that area. Yep. Um, Miko says, Jake and RK, you guys see J-Mac recent YouTube video, all them guys throwing shots at Coach Prime. Oh, man. Who's J-Mac? <laughs> Don't do him like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next question. Um, Key, when will we get a game-by-game -game schedule prediction show? Sometime. I feel like we have to do the roster first, the yep. starters first. We'll do the starters first. And once they kind of fill this thing out, which should be pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and then, man, I would love to see them practice a little bit before predicting game I by know. game. Uh, but it, we'll put it out there eventually. Yeah, we'll do starters here soon. I'm itching to do it too. Uh, Tay Fox, is Damon Damus still a possibility for CU? I mean, technically, he's still in the portal, still hasn't committed. Um, but I'm willing to bet something else personally is going on if this guy is was a five-star recruit entered the portal <coughs> hasn't really talked too much about this process and hasn't found a team yet and it's may yeah so. or he's yeah i mean who knows but it's possible for sure uh i swear tv says j mac didn't throw a shot okay looks like we'll have to find out for ourselves guess we will uh, Lawrence asks, just want to know if RK thinks Savelle Small is transferring to CU as week, being that it's pack to pack. Fair question. I'm glad he came here. <laughs> I will say, I mean, the transfer portal is just so weird. And each player is like an isolated like incident almost. Like there's reasons why each player entered the portal. Like the reasons Savelle Small has entered the portal are way different than why Montana entered the portal. Definitely. I agree with that. Like, Savelle is, like, this is a guy trying to, like, kind of save his football career, really. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Montana's trying to capitalize. Definitely. I think those things are both true. I just am of the belief that, like, you should hate the other teams in your division. Yeah. And they're not in our division. I guess they don't have divisions anymore. Right. But <laughs> you should hate the other teams in your conference. I, I, and, like, I know that not everyone is like that. And I, I'm not, you know, deluded to think that everyone is going to be like that. But you should look at them and, and find a reason to dislike them. Yeah. I think that's helpful in the long run. That's what happens when you're a school that's switched conferences now into the Pac-12. And now you're again like, oh, where are we going to play? Yeah, for sure. Um, Sean says Demis is enrolled at Garden City, which is where Zach Blackwood I think played sounds right that sounds right for sure um and then uh i believe it was lawrence also isaac uku did commit over the weekend to ole miss mm. so Good get for them yeah 
portal. It's like the best portal players are kind of gone now. We're we've entered the I guess third phase of the portal mm-hmm. of the spring portal now, where it's really just literally rounding out your roster, like the third phase uh, third phase of uh, NFL free agency. Um, we have one more question from Gerald. I ask again, when is AD Rich Rick George coming on the show? That would be an electric show. Yes, and I have a great relationship with Rick George going back since the day he set foot on campus. Um, so hopefully we can make that happen. Also, I was one of the few, very, very few CU fans that believed in him to get this hire right. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's worth a few points. Got to find the clip and send it to him. For sure. Maybe that'll help get him on. He's had some great quotes, uh, even going back last year when it was kind of house on fire type of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came through on his word. I'll say that. He did. He did. What else you got, Alyssa? Big LT, do you all think with all the players transferring to the pack this year, higher than any other year due to the prime effect? Oh, um, I saw this. That, uh, it's probably going to be impossible for me to find now. But it was something like the Pac-12 leads all other conferences in... So SEC players can't transfer within the SEC. Yeah. So they have to, they have to go find a new conference. Pac-12 yeah. is leading all the other conferences and getting SEC commits. Oh, I think. There we go. There we go. Um, I don't know if it's due to the prime effect. I think uh, this is just a pretty good league with some pretty good quarterbacks that I mean, uh, a lot of players can play for. The ones coming to see you is because of the prime effect. I right. don't think any of the other ones are. Yeah, for sure. Like all the guys going to Utah and going to Oregon and stuff yeah. are just going to join a good football team. Really. Yeah. MLN, anything new on Long Beach Poly wide receiver Jason Robinson recruitment looking like Notre Dame versus CU. He put out a top 10. Can't remember how long ago, but CU was in there. I believe Notre Dame was in there too. Um, I don't know. That's about it. We'll see if he narrows that list down anymore. But other than that, we wait. The one thing I'll say about players transferring within conference in the Pac-12 is like the Pac-12 is in such a great area of the country. Yeah. Like this, you know, the West is great, man. Yep. And so if your options are transfer from Colorado to Arizona or from Colorado to East Lansing, Michigan, I understand wanting to go to Arizona. For sure. But as a fan, which I am at my core, all you guys know that, I just want them to be like, F Arizona. I would never right. go there when they're here. Maybe they do say that and just change their mind when, when it comes up. But um, I, like, I personally don't believe in back the pack. Ooh, shots taken. I just don't. I don't. Like, if Oregon is playing Georgia to open the season, I hope they get their asses beat. I... I never really got that, especially in like bowl games. Like, oh, the Pac-12 went two and four. It's like, who cares? Yeah, bowl games especially because the dirty secret about bowl games is that they don't matter at all. Right. Like we talk about how long it's been since you won a bowl game. I'm like, winning them is great when they're the the big big ones. Right. Other than that, the point is just getting there, meaning you had a winning season. Yep. Um. Now again, you want to win every football game that you can, but. 
like you said, like, oh, Pac-12 went this and this in bowl games. I'm like, well, yeah, look, um, like that team had 17 guys sit out because they're all going to the, to the league or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Um, and I know it's like good for the conference, whatever, when they when they win those games and it and it leads to more respect. And maybe now that Colorado is going to be one of the teams that needs to get the respect. Yeah. Maybe you do cheer for an, uh, an Oregon to beat Georgia. So then if Colorado beats Oregon, it looks better. Right. That was never uh, going to happen in, yeah. the, in the past. Um, so it didn't matter as much. But to be honest, the, the worse the teams around us are, the better chance I've always felt like we had of beating them. Yeah. So I, I've never pulled pulled for anyone in the Pac-12. Yeah. I just I never really got it. Like in basketball, mm. it's a little different because you have, you know, you need the teams that you beat to have better records, right, strength right. of schedule, and all that. And so it's like, I just abstain from caring who wins. I'm just like, oh, if they win, that's good. If they lose, F them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in football, I'm just like, yeah, give us the easiest path to winning games. Yeah. I uh, never understood rooting for conferences. Montana is from LA for what it's worth. So he is a West Coast kid through and through. Asking him to move to Michigan mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, Alabama mm-hmm. or Mississippi, probably a very, very big ask. Yeah, for sure. Which is why I said, like, okay, uh, right. Coming back off my take a little bit. <laughs> I don't like it, but I can say I, in certain cases, I understand it. I do wonder if this rule from the SEC starts to pick up more traction amongst all the other conferences, though. Just trying to stop this transferring to another school just right down the road type of thing yeah for sure and like i still wish the best for montana for sure not when we play absolutely sure he'd say the same (laughs) for us yeah yeah i think so too uh robert's asking would mlc start at the other schools that offered him is that the reason he went to az um that's so hard to say i don't really know i mean i'm sure it's probably (coughs) a longer shot for him to go to a Ole Miss or Auburn and start right away. Yes. Uh, Michigan State lost, obviously, um, Keon Coleman. I don't know if they lost another receiver, too, but there was a hole there. Yes. Um, I mean, he's a good player. He's going to get on the field. We're going to see him catching passes. At Arizona, I think he will play for sure. Mm -hmm. I would have been questioning it in the SEC. Which is probably why he went to Arizona. Anything else we got? Someone said Bonex still has eight years of eligibility. <laughs> Connor Johnson's I root for the conference because we need our strength to schedule to be strong to make the CFP. Yeah. Oregon State's not going to the CFP, bro. Sorry. Well, and the C- <laughs> that doesn't really matter after this year when it's 12, 12 teams yes. in the playoffs. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good show. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, anything else you got? No, sir. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.